We have another great episode for you this week. We're going to talk Star Trek. We're going to talk wrestling. One of us got to touch the Stanley Cup, and the other one put on a lot of miles. A lot of miles. But you're here. We're here. Get ready for a good time. In a world where every Rob, Steve, and Lane has a podcast, two good brothers will try to rise above the rest. Howard Blues and the Mark Kidder invite you to pour a cold beverage, pull up a seat, and enjoy time with friends. Welcome to Beer Blues and BS. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Beer Blues MBS, the podcast that cares about Kidder. I'm your host, Howard Blues, here, as always, with my co-host, the man, the myth, the legend, the Mark Kidder. Kidder, how are you doing tonight, buddy? I'm facepalming because even Google Meet just blanked that part out. It cares about, yeah, even the damn thing that we record this on doesn't give a shit about me. That's just insulting. How could we even be here week after week paying money to the machine to make this thing happen? And yet it still disrespects me. Feeling disrespected, man. Got no respect to tell you. No respect. I, uh, yeah, I don't know what to tell you there, Kidder. I, I'm pretty sure Google is not paying attention to us enough to care. Hmm. So maybe if we throw them more money, then they'll get us more hits. Mm, I don't think that'll work. Well, shit. <laughs> Fine. I guess that means we just have to get on with the show. Mm hmm. I mean, you just doing? A, uh, I was going to say, I'm doing fine. I'm here. <laughs> I made it. That's not really what I was going to say. I was going to, I was going to try working a cheap plug. Like, you know, hey, if people want to help, you know, the show, you could spread the good word of beer, blues, and BS. Subscribe on Facebook, on YouTube, share with friends. Yeah. You know, I was going to do one of those things, but no, I'm fine, kidder. Oh. I'm, I'm, I'm all right. I'm here. And of course, the website, beerbluesbs.com, where there's a merch store, and there may or may not be a new edition. Oh, did you put something new in the merch store? Maybe. You just have to visit beerbluesbs.com and click on merch. Damn it, kidder. That means I have to open one more tab, and our internet is shaky enough as is. Yeah, well, you're going to try and kill your computer. I'm going to get what's on tap ready. Why? Because I'm ready for what's on tap. And tonight, we're going to polish off this little nugget. That's a big uh, thanks to JS Gunslinger again for uh, the old birthday edition, the Doubletter. And as you can see, in a uh, tribute to now the late restaurant in Bismarck, McKinsey River, officially closed after 10 years of restaurant service to the community. They have now passed on to restaurant heaven. And so thank you for your tasty pizza, salads, pulled pork, 
lemonades, the huckleberry drinks, and much more. Uh, we will miss you here in Bismarck. At least I will. I don't know if Howard will, but I will. Will you miss them, Howard? You know, um, really haven't eaten there in years, so. Well, um, unless you're driving to Fargo, you're not going to ever eat there. So, <clears throat> let's just open this puppy up. And uh, again, mm, it smells delicious. It's a little sticky, though. You know, you get the, the little extra. So I'm going to have to do, as you can tell, with the glass that's at least half full, I'm going to have to uh, drink a little out of here and uh, go from there. You know what I mean? So this drink's going to get stronger the more I drink it. Oh, cheers to you, Howie Blues. Well, thanks. Mm -hmm. Enjoy. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Did you happen to find uh, what was on there? Yeah, I found it. Mm. Not too bad, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I also, mm -hmm. speaking of uh, the merch store, we, uh, we had... Uh, Somebody pick up a, a couple uh, pint glasses. Oh, great. So a big thanks to you, mysterious individual, who purchased uh, pint glass, uh, the triple B variety, and a pint glass of the Kidder's Perfect Old Fashioned variety. So a big thanks to you. Thanks for your sponsorship and the continued support of the show. I say sponsorship of the show because, well, you took the time to go to the website and go to the merch store and then make a selection. So you'll be receiving that soon, and hopefully uh, you'll send us a message that you received it and uh, maybe share a photo or something, you know. I like that sort of thing, you know? Share the love, right, Howard? Share the love. Yeah. yeah. So there. That one, uh, again, courtesy JS Gunslinger. I'm going to just throw that <clears throat> right over there for now. We were pouring them a little heavy on the birthday celebration, so the, uh, the liqueur part got a little sticky on the outside of the, <laughs> outside of the bottle there, so... Anyway, Howard, I think uh, you need a beverage. I have one. And what is it? Well, uh, Kidder, um, I, I've been doing a lot of traveling lately, which I'll talk about in a bit. Um, but with all of my traveling around the uh, back roads of North Dakota and all of the combining that's going on, the harvesting, Allergies have been pretty thick, and uh, basically, we've had a little bit of a bug going through uh, the Blues household. So, because of that, I'm on medication, and therefore, I'm drinking a brisk uh, tea. That's what I got. No alcohol for me tonight. 
You sickly son of a bitch. <laughs> we got to get you some zinc or something. Get you, uh, uh, what, what, uh, without promoting a specific brand of the hyper, uh, vigilant vitamins, <clears throat> you know, like you would get on an airplane or perhaps like, uh, Jason Bourne, those sorts of things. You, we got to get you some of that. You just one, two, three, make that whatever it is, tap out, get it done faster. Yeah, that stuff has never actually worked for me. Oh, so maybe there's a first. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's it's because with my um, with any time my my allergies really get bad and such, it causes a post nasal drip, and so it's just that fluid constantly going down the back of your throat. Uh, usually, uh, end up getting pretty sick from it unless i can catch it right away this time I, I got lucky got on it right away started taking some sudafed and uh I, i'm doing I'm, I'm i'm really feeling pretty good kidder but because i have that in my system it's like yeah i don't want to drink alcohol and mess with it so which is a shame kidder because i'm sitting at like 95 uh, alcoholic beverages consumed on the show and uh one more week yeah, yeah, it's gonna be a little bit longer until we get to uh, me crossing the hundred drink mark milestone. Yeah, that's all right. Uh, I know for a fact that uh, the local geek will be there waiting for it to happen, and so <clears throat> we'll just have to um, have to wait for it. So I will drink for you. Thanks. Anytime. Oh, yeah, that's a lot stronger now. <laughs> <laughs> so what's happening in your world this week? Well, not a lot. Um, I was on the road three days this week. So traveled out to uh, Fort Totten on Monday. Uh, took part in their Ed Day. Uh, they had a couple of presenters who didn't show up, and so I got to uh, got to help out with a presentation. So I spent the day um, teaching kids how to uh, lower and raise a teepee, which in 20 minutes, that's a pretty impressive feat. Um, mm -hmm. So... Uh, I had a pretty good time with that. Uh, I got to work um, with one of the maintenance guys up there. His name's Dusty. And uh, we, we've now done this. This is a sh after this year. It's our third time doing this presentation together. Uh, the first time we ever did it, uh, it was at a net day where it rained the whole time. And being that we're setting up a teepee, they couldn't move us inside a building. So the two of us were drenched by the end of it. So not good. Yeah. But uh because of that, me and Dusty have uh gotten to be pretty good friends uh over the years. And in fact, last year at Whitestone Ed Day, uh he uh the whole Fort Ton crew comes down and helps with that event, and they show up in this big like 15 passenger van and uh you know has the sliding door on the side. 
that's a white, you know, van. So this white van pulls up next to me and the door slides open and Dusty sticks his out and goes, Hey, we're here to kidnap you. We got candy. Get in. <laughs> Perfect. So, he's a good guy. Um, me and him end up joking around quite a bit and uh yeah, we were we were having some fun with that and such. So was up at Totten, got to do that. And then the next day, I was all the way up at Riding Rock uh, State Historic Site for a meeting with the North Dakota Arts Council. And um, I'm not going to talk about that one much, Kidder. Um, it it was a meeting that had good sides and bad sides, and I don't really want to get into it. it yeah. Um, so anyway, that was Tuesday. All Tuesday. If you don't know where Writing Rock is, it's up in the far northwest corner. It was about four and a half hours away. So a lot of driving there. And then Wednesday, I was down at Whitestone for this year's Whitestone Ed Day, where once again, due to a shortage of presenters, uh, Dusty and I were raising a teepee. Uh, and I nearly got concussed from it. Uh, Perfect. Yeah. We were lowering the teepee and... Uh, I, I told these kids, you know, we instructed them, like, okay, you're going to keep your feet here to keep the, the tripod from sliding as we're lowering it. And they didn't keep their their feet there. They were so much like, we have to grab and hold the pole that it, uh, it slid and, yeah, nearly took me out. Um, awesome. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Got through that. And then uh, <laughs> that evening, Kidder, I almost got... Uh, into a car accident that night. Hmm. Was it an accident? It was somebody it, trying to trying to take you out. It it was like this uh, this close. Um, I was on Boulevard. I was leaving the Heritage Center. I was on Boulevard, and you know where Ninth comes up, and people mm-hmm. can turn. I had stopped at the light. My light goes green. I start going. Somebody had decided. I'm just going to gun it and go through. And uh, yeah, they nearly came into my lane and nearly hit me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And uh, I got ahead of them and they ended up behind me and you watch and you knew they were in the wrong and they knew they were in the wrong because they like then stayed like three car lengths back and Mm -hmm. were just driving like that overly cautious, like, Oh, I nearly effed up. Mm. Oh, you did F up. You just, yeah. you know, we're caught. So had that. And then, um, as I said, just kind of dealing with this sickness, it really has made for a week where like, I just, I haven't done much. Hmm. It's been, been, yeah. <laughs> you know, you shouldn't be down with the sickness. Cause you might start coughing and end up just, Making some weird sounds like oh, ah, ah, ah. thank you. Don't worry, folks, he'll be here all night. <laughs> How was your week, Kidder? Because I know you got to do something kind of fun and exciting while I was on the road. You know, that it was a Monday, and that was the highlight of the week, and then it just went downhill from there. <laughs> ah, yes, the the Stanley Cup was in Bismarck Mandan and this is the first time the cup has been to town 
either town, in fact. Uh, an additional point to make is that the cup that was here was the cup that was presented to the Avalanche after they won the final game there in the Stanley Cup final series against the Tampa Bay Lightning. So they had, yes, uh, of course, fixed the dent in the bottom, but it's the same cup. And a big thanks to Casey Bond, one of the strength and wellness coaches who's been with the Avalanche for about 10 seasons, uh, originally from Bismarck Mandan area, and decided to bring it back to give back for helping him and his uh, career. So that was awesome. Waited in line for a short period of time. And then, well, it was time to get the photo. <clears throat> and man, it was awesome. The, the only other times that I could find that the cup has been to North Dakota was uh, after the Capitals won the Stanley Cup final and TJ Oshie brought it to the Ralph. So now that this is the at least second, because I uh, can't confirm that there weren't any others previous to Oshi bringing it just a few years ago, but uh, to have that opportunity and actually get to touch it, because you know how organizations are and, and some people are of kind of like the Penrose Cup. You know, the NCHC conference that we're in. Got to see that uh, in the Ralph. And uh, they put it behind, uh, you know, the ropes. And you could take your picture, but you got to stand over off to the side and stuff like that. Don't, don't look at it. Don't touch it. Stanley Cup? Hell yeah! You want to come touch it? Put your arm around it? Just don't pick it up. You could kiss it if you want to. I, I didn't uh, didn't take him up on that. Uh, somebody also had uh, their newborn child and held them in the top of the cup. But good for you. <laughs> uh, great time. Got to uh, talk to Casey for a minute after uh, getting the photo. And really the reason why we got to talk to him is he was standing there, you know, off to the side, of course, wearing some avalanche gear. Not a jersey like I'm wearing right now. Just a, an avalanche polo. <clears throat> and he's like, hey, uh, nice, nice jersey. I, I took a picture and sent it to Josty. Of course, to fill you in. The jersey that I was wearing was my authentic Tyson Jost Avalanche jersey, similar to the one I have on right now, but not this one. It's upstairs. There's photos for that. And I was like, really? He's like, yeah, we miss him. I'm like, I miss him. Wish he was still on the team. We should get him back. That would be great. Tell him hi. Wish he was here. <laughs> I'll do that. Thank you. That would be awesome. So, uh, Josty, if you ever happen to see this, we miss you at the abs. Wish you were back. Wish you would have uh, been there to hoist the cup as well and 
you know, if you come back, that just means that we need to win another one. So that would be awesome. And um, wish you well. Of course, got the jersey hanging over uh, off to the side over here that uh, you can't see either. Signed by Josty himself. So hopefully uh, he's doing well in the offseason here and caught up on his golf game because we know that the Minnesota Wild didn't uh, make the playoffs like at any stretch of the imagination beyond the first round. So hopefully it's a better year for Josty and a better year for us to get him traded back to the Avalanche. Go Sue. So told told Casey that uh, very, very proud of him because uh, being a fighting Sue fan and with him being at you and Tyson Joe's being at UND and being there to win the Penrose Cup. And then, uh, no, wait, did they win the Penrose Cup that year? Uh, did they win both of them? I don't remember. Howie Blues, do you remember? This is going no. back. Seven years. I don't. That might have been the year where they uh, they did not win the Penrose Cup, but then went on to the NCAA tournament and won won one the NCAA Division One men's hockey tournament. And I'll I'll drink to that. Yeah, that's good. It's good. Anyway, uh, it's cool to touch the cup. Cool to get a picture with the cup. Cool to talk with a Stanley Cup champion. Because uh, by default, he's a champion as well. He's part of the team. So congratulations. Very happy for those guys and their families. They all got to uh, hang out on the ice afterwards. So that's uh, an awesome memory to have and go avalanche uh by the way today the rookies uh were out playing against the uh kings from los angeles and the avs won three to two so congratulations to the up and coming avalanche keep kicking ass and that's pretty much your avalanche slash hockey update for this week it's good stuff any word lots of words right howard i don't know you said we on a quest to find stuff mm -hmm. <clears throat> that's why i figured you you had found lots of words just none of them being the right ones in a row <laughs> Well, I had to go back and look up when did Tyson Yost play for the uh, the Sioux, and then trying to now find out. So he played for the tw uh, for the twenty sixteen twenty seventeen season. Is what I was able to find. And that year they did not get the Penrose Cup. Denver won it in the regular season, and Minnesota Duluth won the NCHC tournament in the 15-16 season UND won it in the regular season and then St. <clears throat> Cloud State won the NCHC tournament so 
there's that. And in 1516 is when uh, UND won the championship. So that's uh, when when Josty was there. Wait, they won it in 2016? Mm-hmm, 1516. He played for us 1617. I think somebody got their dates mixed up. I will find it. Why? Yep. Because... Joe's committed to the University of North Dakota for the 2016-2017 season. Mm. So he came the year after we won the title. Well, that just sucks. Finished his freshman season with 35 points, 16 goals, 19 assists, and 33 games. Finishing second on North Dakota in points and assists and tied for second in goals, but not before captaining Canada at the 2016 IIHF Under-18 World Championship, where his 15.6 goals, 9 assists in seven games broke Connor McDavid's Canadian record of 14 yeah. set in 2013. Ah. Take that, McDavid. Uh, Jost ended his collegiate career by agreeing to a three-year entry-level contract with the Avalanche on March 29th, 2017, becoming the first North Dakota freshman to go directly to the league since Ed Belfour in 1987. He made his NHL debut two days later at home against the St. Louis Blues and scored his first NHL goal on April 6, 2017 against... You know who he scored his first goal against? <clears throat> the Minnesota Wild. Correct. In Colorado's final home game of 2016 2017. <clears throat> yep. So there you go. Yep. Very happy about that. So, yes. There it is. So, yes, he may not have won a uh, championship but uh, with us, but. Mm-hmm. There you go. It feels like he did, damn it. Just just because. All right. Now that we've we've cleared the the hockey air. Are you gonna make us talk else? about Star Trek Day again? I mean it's more of a a cap of it, right? Because we had a little bit of a recap. And by little bit, it was more of a recap of the con, but I realized I didn't do an all-encompassing closure video like I had done last year to kind of wrap it all up with the the pins and this and that. So I took some photos of the various things that I had picked up, some new entries from fan sets. Uh, and also from Star Trek Wines, uh, entered to win the guitar that we had signed. So we'll start there with the guitar. Uh, and those, of course, were, were during the sampling, uh, first ever sampling to the public of the new Star Trek Wines Romulan Vodka that will be released uh, in the next few months here before the end of the year. And by pre-ordering some of the wine, they gave out, uh, and I have a little bit better picture of it, but uh, this is the United Federation of Planets emblem, so then you can peel off the back and put it onto like a water bottle or something like that. 
but I haven't decided what I want to actually put that on. Uh, otherwise, well, we have some new additions to the world of Trek from fan sets. And uh, I'll just hold these up so then Howard has a reference point. <laughs> so that he could put up the pictures that make sense. Uh, there is the uh, Strange New Worlds Command Delta. Brand new pin for this year. First release at the con. <clears throat> Next up is the Strange New Worlds Science Insignia from... Again, like I said, Strange New Worlds, first release to con, and then the engineering slash security delta to round out all three that you, uh, uh, I shouldn't say all three because there is a medical one, but they haven't made that one as of yet. Then there's the Bajoran Militia pin, but uh, all I got the magnetic version on all of these because you know if i ever choose to wear them you know you don't want any holes put into your shirt or uniform or hat or whatever the case may be and then since fan sets has been uh, visiting the star trek las vegas con they have made a convention specific pin uh, as a collectible that's different every year, and this year is the Beckett Mariner uh, playing poker from Star Trek Lower Decks. I like the green color in there. And then uh, something to note as well, uh, Easter eggs of sorts, because uh, Howard, kind of like you, you like hiding things within things. When you... Uh, look at the dice. They end up making 2022 as well. And of course, you know, on this camera, it's not focused. But in, in the dice on the top, you get 22, 22. So then you know that it's 2022. And then on the bottom, you see the die, the two dice on the bottom. One has a one and one has a four. That's because that episode where Beckett Mariner is in the uh, Operations Gold where she got a promotion playing poker, that was Season 1, Episode 4. So that's a nice little tidbit. I also uh, learned from uh, my friends at uh, the Fansets uh, company that uh, the folks over at C CBS Paramount uh, were telling them that they needed to change it because she doesn't wear command gold, or not to command gold, but the operations gold, security gold. But in that episode, she does, and she's playing cards. So they had to explain Star Trek to the people who were running Star Trek. So that was, that was kind of fun. All right. Uh, also, speaking of fan sets, each year they do uh, what they call uh, like a meetup, basically the fan geeks party, and they give out an exclusive pin to uh, those who are in attendance. And this year it features the fan sets logo and the 
the uh, <clears throat> Trek Geeks logo with the olives like on the Cerritos in the logo there. And then, uh, you know, just to recap, uh, Star Trek Lower Decks, Delta. That's pretty much it. Uh, well, oh, no, that, that there's one more, one final one that I can remember anyway, picking up. And that's the the Corks uh, Bar lapel pin. It's got a nice, nice look to it. Same logo that's on uh, T-shirt that I have. So there's a bunch of the lower decks and uh, other Star Trek Strange New Worlds and uh, other Star Trek uh, pieces. So happy to uh, check those out. Since we're talking about the con a little bit, uh, there was a panel session uh, that I mentioned in one of, uh, or I guess it was just the one this year, the Kidder's Log. And uh, there's a Voyager, Star Trek Voyager documentary that's continued to be worked on. And I was a day one backer. And so part of that, if you backed the project on Kickstarter on the first day, then you ended up getting a, uh, an exclusive pin. And there's a quick look at the day one backer pin. And it's to the journey because, uh, as you may or may not know, USS Voyager was transported to the Delta Quadrant and Captain Catherine Janeway made the decision to save the crew and make sure that uh, nobody could misuse the caretaker and uh, basically take away their uh, easy route home and uh, have to fly then 70,000 miles back to Earth which would have taken uh, at regular speed warp 9.94 about 74 years. But anyway, interesting fact is that this is also a fan set pin as a uh, brother Nico noted, because I hadn't looked <laughs> too closely at it. And then also for backing ended up getting a challenge coin which uh, is nice. And then on the flip side, it says to the journey, (laughs) a uh, Leola root magnet (laughs) and Neelix's hat magnet. And then some postcards as well, which uh, hopefully Howard is able to just uh, put some of those up and scroll through them. Something like that. There's 10 of them. They're very nice. Artist drawn. Put two of them on one photo uh, each there. So help cut down on, you know, taking up visual time. So there's that. That's your uh, quick like recap from the con and whatnot. At the con, really the first actual day of the con that Thursday, the 25th is when season three of Star Trek Lower Decks premiered. And as of yesterday, the fourth episode has been released, and this season, still pretty good. You got to like, you know, humor. And, of course, I love Star Trek. So all of the Easter eggs that are thrown into each episode, whether it's stuff that's just behind the scenes or even just referenced as dialogue 
or blatantly outright referred to. Uh, there's some really good Easter eggs uh, so far this season. Side note uh, coming up because Star Trek Day, September 8th. That is the original date that Star Trek premiered. And this year is the 56th anniversary of that premiere. So they've been doing a celebration as of last year and this year. So the past two years. Little celebration. That's when we released the Kidder's Log. So thanks, Howard. But uh, you're welcome. Aside, aside from that, <clears throat> uh, Picard will be uh, hitting the airwaves in February, the third and final season. And you know that there's a lot of, shall we say, questioning of how this final season will be because. In part of the of the reveal, Patrick Stewart says, "We return to space," and I'm like, "Yes, imagine that—a space show about being in space." <laughs> Thank you, Patrick Stewart. And then the trailer, which uh, would be cool if we could show it, but I'm sure even if we put like a graphic over it or something, then YouTube would flag it because you know. Even the copyright laws allow us to do that because we're referring to it and doing some analysis of it. But we would probably get banned. So there's that. Uh, Star Trek Prodigy, just around the corner. That begins uh, the second part of season one in October. So pretty much when this is released is about when Prodigy will return. That's another animated series but more in a realistic animation feel. And the first half of the season was pretty good. So there's that. And just as a mention, they, as in uh, the actors, they are getting close to wrapping up season two of Strange New Worlds, or have wrapped already. Because they started filming season two before they had even aired the first episode. So that's how much confidence they had in the new series. And then, just to wrap it up, because, you know, we're big fans of Discovery around here. They are currently filming season five, and it's supposed to be a big blockbuster and event uh, that can shape the universe and stuff. Like I mentioned last week uh, in that article that uh, they, uh, you know, have happened every year. So just stay away from Discovery. <laughs> like the ship. If you're, if you're in the universe, just like you see Discovery, just fly the other way. There's something more interesting off that way, right? Like, oh, crap, it's those guys. Some stupid giant thing's going to appear and kill us all. <laughs> just go save yourself. Hmm. Anyway, Howard Blues. Got to get you to watch a little bit of Lower Decks or something, because I think you would enjoy it. You know, I might, but finding time to watch anything these days is difficult. So 
don't know. I saw all the episodes that you've been watching and catching up on lately. A couple weeks ago. All those series and shows and movies. More so shows, series. Mm. You're talking about the episode that released tonight? Yeah. Kidder, I hate to tell you, that's been over like the last like six, seven months. <laughs> See, so you've been watching all this stuff lately. Not really. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, when you get to it, you can add seasons one and two of Man in the High Castle on there. <laughs> Season three starts uh, halfway through getting, you know, pretty good, and then it just falls off the wagon. I think you said that before. Probably. We were just talking about it the, again the other day at work because two of my coworkers had seen the entire series before I had, and they uh, weren't going to reveal anything. And uh, ever since I finished these series um, well over a month ago, I've been wanting to talk to them, but we finally were able to actually talk about it and share my pissed offness. <laughs> of of the last season and the show's end. Mm. Yeah. So there's that. Okay. Let's talk about something, you know, completely more interesting and way better. Like wrestling. And what's <laughs> been going on in the wrestling world with everybody hating each other and getting suspended. Yeah, I mean, now that there's a whole lot more to talk about on the uh, the CM Punk controversy, um, I think most people know he's suspended, as are the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, and Ace Steel. Um, they are, there's a third-party investigation of it, on the actions. Um, one of the reports I read tonight, Kidder, uh, pretty much confirms that all parties have admitted that CM Punk threw the first punch. Um, Punk's side of it, it sounds like, was that he thought he was about to be attacked and that Matt Jackson was going to throw the first punch. So he decided to sucker punch him before he could throw the first punch. So uh, we know CM Punk started the fight in that case. Um and from the reports that I'm seeing, it sounds like for sure Omega and the Young Bucks will be back. Um, but the rumor mill is, is that Punk and Ace Steel will probably be fired at the end of the suspension. So that, that's the word I'm hearing mm -hmm. and reading. Yeah, that part sucks. The only piece of info that I can add uh, to that is that CM Punk underwent surgery and will be out eight months because of a torn muscle, I believe is what it was. Yeah. So there was also a rumor flying around that the Young Bucks were going to be jumping to WWE, that they had contacted somebody to get in touch with Triple H. Um, but that has basically been dismissed as a rumor and and such they they are planning on leaving so there's that I also, I also saw that the first 
you know, rumor headline, young bucks send feelers to WWE. And then three hours later, it's uh, the young bucks never contacted WWE and aren't interested in trying to go to WWE. <laughs> okay. It's the same as uh, uh, Thunder Rosa. So she's out on injury right now, as we know, because Tony Storm is the interim AEW women's champion. And there was one of these rumor reports of Thunder Rosa asks for release. And, uh, you know, apparently that article was shared on Twitter by that uh, <clears throat> journalist. And she responded directly, or it was her husband. Uh, anyway, they responded directly. Where do you get this shit? <laughs> because that uh, apparently is very much not true. So just kind of bizarre how that works out. Yeah, I think everybody's looking for stories, you know. And I, I think because of that, you're seeing rumor and wild speculation and a lot of this stuff. And it, it makes sense because it, Hey, if you're a small independent dirt sheet, you make up the right rumor right now. And everybody's looking for information. You can get a lot of clicks. Mm -hmm. So I doesn't surprise me that we're seeing a lot of these rumors and such. So maybe we need a catchy click baity title. Or a line that'll just draw people in right right this this instant like uh you can't believe what cm punk said in relation to his fight at aew all out or howard he's on the edge about this topic this week i don't know I'm I'm done being creative for the week. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you know, the problem with any clickbaity thing like that is if you don't deliver, you know, then people stop caring. What are you doing? Nothing. Nothing well, at you're, all. You're, you're, you're doing something. No. Look, look like you were taking a photo of your microphone. Nope. Not at all. <laughs> Totally what it looked like you were doing. I mean, you could think that, but why? I Because that's what I'm pretty sure I saw you doing. Oh. Optical illusion, man. You got to stop taking all those drugs. My optics are fine. Oh. <laughs> I don't. Are they? They are. I just don't know why you were taking a photo of your microphone. You want to you wanna get into this now or do you want to finish the, <laughs> the wrestling? <laughs> let's finish wrestling and then we can get into it how's that for a, a damn clickbaity tease uh, well, what was uh, Kidder doing that he wasn't doing find out after this hey well you're the one who put the last two uh, wrestling news stories oh. up so, yeah. <laughs> so I, I haven't seen stuff on either of these oh. so well, allow me to share this with you, my good brother, because this information just popped up in my feed tonight. Uh, the The second one came about earlier today, but the first one 
first is uh, if you remember the photo that was shared online of Elias with Ezekiel. And it was some very shitty Photoshop that was done as part of the gimmick that Elias and Ezekiel are not the same person. As part of this photo being shared in my timeline, it was uh, shared with the information or article, I should say, that Elias, as Elias, will be returning and likely Ezekiel is done. The gimmick is done and over, especially because Kevin Owens has moved on and is now feuding with Austin Theory that Ezekiel is done. We'll get the return of Elias, hopefully a little bit better, you know, um, character management and those uh, sorts of things. So some potentially good news there. The next piece tonight on SmackDown, very start of the episode Logan Paul, everybody's who the hell is this guy, came out first and was met with the bloodline. He opened it up by saying, tomorrow morning, there's a press conference and Roman Reigns, you better be there. We're not going to fight. I just have something to say and you better be there. Uh, Apparently his brother is uh, in a UFC fight in Vegas and so this this uh, press conference is being held earlier in the day as part of all of that. The rumor mill is that it is an announcement uh, that he will face, as in Logan Paul will face Roman Reigns at WWE Crown Jewel, which is, as we know, just around the corner because it's WWE's annual trip over to Saudi Arabia and search for more money. Ah, I forgot to mention that uh, as part of the CM Punk, the elite controversy uh, and the uh, portion uh, where Colt Cabana was specifically name dropped by CM Punk, Colt Cabana uh, responded on Twitter is that uh, his brother is one of the directors of uh, episodes for Family Guy. And as part of it, uh, the quote from Colt Cabana is, that's a fun little tidbit. My brother is the director of Family Guy. You can look up his name. He also shares a bank account with my mother. I mean, he's a little bit late to all this. Maybe he's using Internet Explorer. I don't know. He's he's just kind of, you know, two weeks behind all of that. So that's uh, pretty much all of the wrestling news. Uh, I guess if we wanted to talk a little bit more about uh, the wrestling news the WWE in Bismarck, October 1st, Saturday night main event. And then the following week, October 8th, which uh, probably about when this is released, Extreme Rules. That's a Saturday night premium 
live event from Wells Fargo Center in Philly. And looking down the line, AEW Full Gear is in November, followed by Survivor Series November 26th. Yes, that's the Saturday after Thanksgiving. And uh, that's pretty much it for this year as the Royal Rumble takes place January 28th on a Saturday. There's your Triple B wrestling update. So what else you got? What else is happening? Howard Blues's world this evening. Well, Kidder, you know, I was actually going to try and uh, film a Howard's Cave of Wonder because Simon uh, is doing another Kickstarter. And uh, people always seem to be interested when I do those videos. But there's a problem, Kidder. What did you do? Well, it's nothing that I did. Oh. Uh, let me pull this up. <laughs> okay. Is, is this a, a Howard's hot take or no? Is that, uh, is that still to come? Did we get one tonight? Uh, I don't know if I have one. I. Oh. Kind of been a week, and I. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> it's been a week, huh? Yeah. So, so the thing about this, Kinder, if you recall, there was some controversy with Simon, um, and one of their past games, um, where uh, which was actually Marvel Zombies, one of their Zombicide games, where the shipping came in, and people got really upset about shipping. And a lot of people have kind of sworn off of Simon. They tried to kind of with their next uh, Kickstarter, which was Cyberpunk 2077, get that going. And that Kickstarter, I mean, it succeeded, but a lot of people view it as a failure. Well, Simon is back with Dune War for Arcus. <laughs> and uh, okay. The. The reason Kinder why I say I'm not going to do a Howard's Game of Wonder on this is because there are all of five days left on this campaign. This came out like a day ago. So, it, I mean, they're, they're only doing like a seven-day campaign on this thing. And so it, even if I were to record it tonight, by the time I get it edited, which would probably be, you know, Saturday, Sunday have it up live Monday, not a lot of time left uh, to really cover or get this out or, you know, help people decide on the game. So it just doesn't feel worth the effort. Um, from what I have gathered, it's uh, basically an area control game. Uh, you pick one of the great houses. There's miniatures, there's combat. Yeah. Um, I haven't looked real into it. It's not that I was even really interested in the game, although, I mean, the giant sandworms are kind of cool. But, um, yeah, it, it's just not anything that I'm like, woo, really excited for. So, So this came out, and I decided, nah, I'm not going to cover that one. But, uh, you know, Kinder, 
there is a game that I, I am backing, and here's the interesting thing. This was a game that was originally put out by Simon and then was never really supported and now is back on Kickstarter with a different company. And this is uh, Rivet Wars Reloaded by Steamforged Games. It's a one to four player, kind of like a mini war game, uh, kind of taking place in an alternative uh, World War One. So kind of uh, their word for it is diesel punk. Which is kind of their way because they have kind of diesel powered robots. Um, but you have the allies and the axis. And uh, yeah, you fight these little missions. Um, the figures for it are, are kind of cool. They're kind of these little like chibi, chibi, like rivet figures. There's one of the Walker tanks. Kind of reminds me of uh, what sci-fi had for a while. Remember that back in like 2008 where they had figures that looked wide like that, but they were kind of uh, almost knockoff Lego characters at the same time. Yeah. So with these, they even plug into the vehicles so you can take the characters and plug them in. So kind of a way to upgrade them. So, but they're they're kind of cool. They're kind of cute. Even the like machinery is kind of cool looking. And this is uh, something you're interested in, but you're not backing. No, I am backing this one. Oh, you are backing this one. Yeah. Okay. I am, because um, I think it'll be fun. I think it'll be fun to paint. Yeah, some fun things like these mono wheels. Just look great. Um, what's really kind of cool is you get down here, um, and they have the aviation uh, expansion. So let's find that. Scroll through that. That's the third army. Da -da -da -da. Yeah, so then you have the planes. I think these are just kind of cool. Hmm. And the little gyro planes. And then here's the Red Baron. For a second, I thought that if you scroll back up a second to the Red Baron, when you, uh, when you first look at it, and uh, with with me and uh, where my camera was positioned, it almost looked like the Red Baron's arms were up and, and flailing <laughs> <laughs> with how the exhaust pipes are set, situated. I, I know it's not that. the case, but but just slightly humorous to me. Yeah. Uh, there's Zeppelins, more biplanes. So, yeah, just kind of a cute little... War game. And when uh, is this allegedly going to arrive? They're shipping. Um, and as I say, because Simon did this game once before, so they kickstarted it and such. And it, uh, you know, it, it did well. But they and they never supported it, and it never 
really went anywhere. Uh, shipping, there's reviews. Uh, we'll come up here. Rewards. Let's see. Estimated delivery February of 2024. Ouch. So, a while. <laughs> a, a while. But that's okay. Plenty of time. So, but that campaign is already wrapped up and done. So it's, you know, people can still get in. There's still a way to late pledge if you are interested. If you saw this tonight and you're like, oh, that looks cool. I mean, you can still get in on it. But uh, yeah. Yeah. So if you're wondering where Howard's Game of Wonders has been, uh, it's, uh, you know, I've been busy with other content and such. And when I finally had something where I'm like, oh, Simon's launching something. Great. We'll cover that. There's no point in me covering this. <laughs> so it's the way it goes. It's the way it goes. There's a little bit of time. Yeah. It would be one thing if I knew Kinder, that, like I could record it and get it out like tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, that'd be worth it. But, the fact that it'll be three days before I can even get it up um, online, there's just no point in covering it. So, so I covered it here on the main show, Beer Blues and BS, where we sometimes talk board games, but not always. Mm -hmm. Occasionally. Occasionally. Yeah. It's all right. Did uh, well. I didn't share that. It's it's not board games, but it's game related. I shared this with with Nico and Rude Boy earlier this evening. That there are currently more players on Battlefield twenty forty two than on Halo Infinite. Hmm. Which is kind of surprising, but at the same time, very sad for both franchises. I'm not really surprised by that, though, Kidder. Um, you know, I don't think either game was really super well received. So, makes sense. Yeah. I obviously I have both. <clears throat> I pre ordered the regular version of Halo Infinite, and Battlefield looked really awesome. And of course, we got the storm chasing vi video. So, I mean, that was worth it by itself. But uh, paying for the ultimate edition or whatnot, I feel extremely ripped off. Yeah. yeah. You know, I was going to ask you, Kidder, because I've been seeing a lot of this in the news, but uh, both EA and Ubisoft are moving the price of their games up to $70 a pop. How yeah. do you feel about this $10 jump? I think it's BS because 70 bucks is ridiculous. Uh, I, I know with the next gen console again, they, uh, some of the game companies did that bumped it up another $10, but with all the microtransactions that they have in all of the games, because you don't actually get a finished game anymore. 
you get, uh, well, this is good enough for us to put on a disc to send out. Here, this will be fine. So I'm not a fan. I think they squeeze enough money out of it, and uh, the corporate greed is running rampant, and they don't pay the developers enough and definitely don't pay them enough uh, for what they should be paid. So I think uh, the game companies are greedy bastards. You know, I I wouldn't have a problem with it if the odds were that the game that you were getting was well done and perfect right off the bat. But nowadays, what game companies tend to be doing, or these developers tend to be doing, is releasing buggy games, charging you 70 bucks a pop, and then quickly having to patch it. So it's not like you're even getting a finished, complete game. I mean, Halo launched, or Halo Infinite launched, you know, with no multiplayer campaign. You know, it, you're, you're seeing kind of incomplete games being launched and that I don't really like. And that's kind of, I think where I have an issue with it is you want me to pay 70 bucks for a game that isn't, isn't going to function always correctly or is going to be buggy or going to be glitchy. And then yes, the microtransactions, all of the, Hey, you want, you want some skins? Want some skins? Give me some money. I'll give you some skins. You know, eh, that I, that just bugs me in that regard. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, not a fan. Absolutely not a fan. I don't like it. Uh, I guess considering, you know, you mentioned multiplayer for Halo Infinite. Didn't show up at launch and the game was delayed an entire year on top of it so now apparently the multiplayer is out but uh, rude boy and i haven't even had had time to play it no idea no idea if it's good or bad but apparently it's not that good because nobody's really talking about it or playing yeah you know i didn't even pick up halo infinite oh I also didn't pick up Halo 5 either. But, you know, part of that is, is it's just, I don't have a lot of time to game, and really those are games I prefer to play with people, so. And that's, I think, why I, I only played a little bit in on Infinite, because, yeah, playing it and experience it, it's, it's fine, but at the same time, we, we can't play it together because it's not there. So whatever. Yeah. it It's kind of a shame in that case because, uh, you know, well, like I know you and you and Kyle have played through a majority of the Halo games together. It's an experience that you two share and enjoy, you know, and the, so the sad thing is probably one of the biggest things that you guys were hyped about was you had another campaign to play through. And now it's like, eh, eh, eh. 
maybe yeah, the, one of these days it'll some be of that, yeah. So yeah. I uh I don't know. I of course I don't tend to buy a lot of new games. Um anyway, you know me, I tend to wait until they you know been out for a couple of years and I can buy them cheap. So or I uh I buy them and give them to you for Christmas or your birthday. <laughs> that has happened on occasion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Which reminds me, we need to play uh, Call of Duty Siege. Or not Call of Duty Siege, for fuck's sake. <clears throat> Rainbow Six Siege or Call of Duty. <laughs> Maybe if we just combine them and then we can have that game. We'll play them both at the same time. How? I don't know. We'll figure it out. <laughs> I haven't ever uh, played Rainbow Six Siege. Um, I've watched a lot of it played. Um, that is a game that I love the idea of, but I'm pretty sure I would be pretty terrible at Maybe, but I will say it doesn't matter. They made a bunch of improvements to it since uh, a couple years ago when we were big into it. <clears throat> well, three years ago, probably now. They made a bunch of improvements and uh, logged in and played a little bit. You can even, with uh, whichever character that you want to try you can take them to the range essentially and try them out and their shooting abilities and whatnot instead of having to just play them so that's helpful so we should try it one of these times yeah maybe some point when i have time so indubitably <laughs> So, I uh, remember, oh shoot, was that uh, two months ago? You lost power for a little bit? Four months ago? How long ago? Was that in the winter already? But it seems like it was yesterday. Because you lost power for a little bit, right? I'm trying to remember, but you know, it's it gets hard for me to remember something. <laughs> How about let's uh, just confirm that uh, at least you lost power in the past year. <laughs> at some point, I probably did. Okay. Well, apparently on Amazon, you can get this cable. And one would assume that by plugging it in, you would have infinite power. Uh, well, it... it it just so happens that the U.S. Pr uh, Consumer Product Safety Commission actually had to issue a warning because people were purchasing this item. And what is it? Well, it's a three-prong male-to-male extension cord. So what I'm assuming it's for is to plug like a generator in and transfer it to something else. But... What would you actually transfer it to? Because anything that's developed to transfer power is a male to female end, right? Basically. Oh. Well, <clears throat> apparently 
This one is a little something something for you. I can help you out. Why or how? I don't know. There's no reason for this to exist. So again, the U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission is telling people to stop buying the damn thing from Amazon. Allegedly, according to the ad, you can plug one end into your home's electrical outlet and another end into a gas generator, and then boom, your house will get electrified. No, don't do it. It is dumb. Do not do it. It doesn't work that way. So, according to, uh, on the CPSC, again, the U.S. Consumer Protection uh, Product Safety Commission, whatever, the extension cords have two male ends, a three-prong plug, and are generally used to backfeed electricity to a residence during a power outage by connecting a generator to an outlet in the home. When plugged into a generator or outlet, the opposite end has live electricity, posing a risk of serious shock or electrocution. Again, don't try this. It is not safe, and it is dumb. They went on to continue because, you know, you need to make the warning extra simple so people can read and understand it. Additionally, the flow of electric power in the direction reverse to that of the typical flow of power circumvents safety features of the home's electrical system and can result in a fire, i.e. plug this in. You can burn down your house. The short length of some of these cords also encourages use of a generator near a home, which could then create a risk of carbon monoxide poisoning because I'm sure somebody would put a generator in the house next to the outlet. Don't do it. It also adds that the cords don't comply with the national safety codes like the National Fire Protection Association 70 and uh, other things like that. Uh, apparently, people on the reviews uh, for the cords are now calling them suicide cords because that's how unsafe they are. But if you would like to uh, try it out for yourself, and by no means am I condoning you go do it, purchase this, they are only $22.99 on Amazon, and you might even be able to save an extra 10% by applying the coupon. Don't do it. Howard, please don't do it. I uh, wasn't planning on it. I don't have a generator. So no need, no need for that uh, contraption. Well, in, so. in case you, you felt that you needed to get one of those and then plug it in from your neighbor's outdoor outlet into your outdoor outlet, because then, of course, that would work. Don't do it. Okay. Something else you shouldn't do. I feel like this should be a segment. <laughs> Don't do this. Don't do this. Ah! Howard, have you ever, ever in your life felt like, uh, and I should uh, preface this with adult life because it involves a bar. Have you ever 
thought about bringing one of your pets to a bar. Well, I don't have any pets, Kidder. So make an no. imaginary one. <laughs> did you ever, I, did you ever think I, about I, No, I, okay. I've never had that thought. Also, I don't tend to spend a lot of time in bars. Well, let's widen this. Have you ever thought about bringing your, your parents or your brother's dogs to a restaurant? No, I have not. Okay, that's that's a pretty wide example and a thought process, right? So as we take a trip back a couple days, have you ever been through the town of Maddock? Uh, I have been through Maddock. And uh, since you know you don't stop at bars, I'm sure that you didn't stop at the Maddock bar, correct? Uh, I did not stop at the bar, no. Okay, that's probably good. Not that you were there on Wednesday, but on Wednesday, there was a report that uh, an individual, a 38-year-old woman, reportedly brought a raccoon into the bar, and it prompted officials from both law enforcement and uh, Game and Fish to issue warnings to people about potential rabies infections. Now, the individual is identified as Erin Christensen of Maddox, so she lived in town. She was arrested on suspicion of slash charged with the following false information to law enforcement, tampering with evidence, and North Dakota Game and Fish violations, which most of those are Class B misdemeanors. And that is according to a press release from the Benson County Sheriff's Department. Now, as I mentioned, Game and Fish had some violations that they assessed. Well, they were part of the investigation and the execution of several search warrants throughout the area of Maddox. Now, the raccoon was located, it was uh, seized, and it was put down to be tested for rabies and other diseases. Of course, uh, as you know, you can't test for rabies in a live animal, and so there's that. According to the bar manager, local lady came in. She'd been drinking, and right under her arm was the raccoon. Like, she brought it in like a stuffed animal, apparently. It's not in the article. I'm just relaying a potential thought as to how it would look with it underneath her arm. According to this uh, statement, the bar management told her that she had to leave. Then she showed a few bar patrons the raccoon before, well, she was basically forced out the door. According to hearsay, is that this uh, individual, Aaron Christensen, found the raccoon as a baby on the side of the road, nearly dead. The raccoon never touched the floor or another customer inside that bar, and it did not bite anyone. <clears throat> uh, according to uh, Aaron, uh, she 
took care of uh, the pet, raised it, you know, from uh, a small, small uh, raccoon. And it was, you know, a pet. She was uh, transported to the Lake Region Correctional Center in Devil's Lake. And her bond was set at $1,500, according to jail records. And, well, <clears throat> yeah, that's an interesting story. Made national news, and that's why we needed to touch it right here on the Triple B. If you didn't know, again, as mentioned, rabies is a viral infection. It can affect mammals, including humans. The virus circulates in wild animals in the U.S. and is most commonly found in. So here, take notes, Howard. Keep these away from you. Keep them out of your house. That would be bats, raccoons, skunks, coyotes, and foxes. So apparently they're the most common carriers. So make sure that, uh, yeah, keep them, keep them away. Also, rabid wildlife can spread rabies to unvaccinated cats, dogs, and farm animals, which then, of course, could infect people. Maddock, uh, again, up in the Devil's Lake Basin, is a town with uh, around 500 residents. There's your don't do that update. Good. Good update. Very good update. I feel updated. I'm glad. I, I'm 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 happy to help, man. Happy to help, Jaco. Thanks for thanks for indulging me. You're welcome. Something else that we need to thank people for. Mm -hmm. Apparently, yeah, people in uh, what Connecticut? Apparently. A tenth of the population of Connecticut really likes us. <laughs> so thank you. <laughs> yeah, we've uh, we've been getting a lot of people downloading episodes of the podcast lately. Gitter, uh, we've crossed the 2,000 download mark uh, with like just this month, like 243 downloads from Connecticut. So, hey. Thanks. If you're a new uh, subscriber or listener to the show, hey, we appreciate you being here and sticking through this episode all the way to the end. You've done good. Give yourself a round of applause. You've done good. Welcome. Glad to have you here. You said a round of applause. I, I did say a round of applause. <sighs> I don't know why I went with golf clap, but it's probably because I have sleeping children upstairs you know an interesting uh, fact there as well with the subscribers and followers and uh, viewers and listeners we have 420 followers actually 420 likes on facebook 431 followers so please if uh, you would indulge us and like us on facebook is to go on to Facebook and search Beer Blues and BS or visit our website, beerbluesbs.com, and then click on the Facebook button. And if you would, just like our page. We'd love for you to do that. And then we don't have to be at 420 anymore. Just help us out. Help a couple good brothers out. You know what I'm saying? And while you're at it, I have breaking news, Howard. 
Is this actual breaking news this time? It could be for you, because I don't know if you know that I know that you don't know. The Triple B is now available on Instagram. I did know that one. Well, that's it for this show, then. Well, I, I get her. I did. Listen, I, I I check out the Triple B Beer Blues and BS Facebook page, and I saw your post that you put up announcing we were on Instagram. So I follow the content, man. I saw it. I, I kind of cursed a little bit because now it's like, ah, man, do I need to get an Instagram so I can follow Beer Blues and BS on Instagram? <laughs> Damn it, kid. Stop making me sign up for social media been doing it since uh 2004 so <laughs> happy, to, happy to keep pushing i know i wasn't the one who actually got you to sign up for the social media but i've been pushing it since then <laughs> yeah yeah mm-hmm. so yeah now you can see us on instagram i don't know what all we're gonna put there it might be like the same photo every week it might be that i don't know we might just start doing that because there's facebook pages and i know facebook and instagram are part of the metaverse so essentially the same thing is how they're developing them but uh there's some pages out there that share the same photo every day and that's literally the title of the account in fact uh, one of them i don't know if they're still posting stuff but uh it's uh, called the same photo of miles o'brien every day and they just put a different caption like some ridiculous story it's pretty funny now i gotta see if it's out there oh there's apparently a ton of them of jeff goldblum glenn danzig nicholas cage a gravel pile michael sarah jim carrey are you ready for this howard Go for it. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. I, I just poor call meanie in his giant face there. But anyway, you you scroll down and look <laughs> all of the every day. So yes, they're still doing it. 10 a.m. yesterday, the 14th, the 13th, the 12th. Every day, it's the same. But if you come up here, uh, they were sharing uh, uh, quotes or like fake stories for a while. So maybe they're not doing that anymore. But the same photo every day. Should we do that? Uh, No. No, we should not. I'm wondering of uh, how many uh, posts you know it is. Oh, here we go. You know the albino humping targ got its name because it lacks lacks pigment, but it's. I tell an engineer joke, but I've severely overestimated my abilities. But it's. In the 24th century, we have replicators and warp drives, but in the 21st century, you still have Taco Bell, so really, who has it better? 
Dr. Bashir thinks I'm being too nosy and not respecting his boundaries. At least that's what he said in his personal logs. Keiko showed me a map of the Federation and handed me a dart and said, throw this and wherever it lands, that's where we're going on vacation. Turns out we're spending two weeks behind the replicator. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Ah, Keiko just called me immature. Just for that, I'm not letting her play Alamo with me and Julian in the Hollow Suite. Hey, Quark's Bar giving out free drinks if you can outrun Quark. And it was on my birthday! Did you know, Howard, if you're out in space and your spacesuit runs out of oxygen, you'll have the rest of your life to figure it out. Howard, does this basically sum up your thought process right now? Well, I woke up again today. Zero out of ten. Do not recommend. Because <laughs> that was on August 3rd. Yeah, that uh, that's a pretty good summary. Should we <clears throat> should we uh, summarize everything else? Such as? Like shutting the hell up and getting this thing over with? Well, you know, Kenner, I was going to say, we've been talking for quite a while. Um, actually, I was going to say it a while ago when you started doing kind of cheap plugs, and then we got onto the breaking news, and uh -huh, uh -huh. that led us to this Instagram tangent, and... Um, so now we've been talking for even longer than we normally mm. would be what I would say. We've been talking for quite a while. So, Kidder, let's just finish this show, wrap it up, put a neat little bow on it, and send the folks home happy. Because you got to give the people what they want. And what do they want? Cheap plugs. How cheap are they? They're cheap, just like our deals at BeerBluesBS.com and click on merch. Yes, right there on the website, beerbluesbs.com. You can click on merch. You can also click buy us a beer because we would love for you to buy us a beer or two or three because you've seen the struggle that it's been to get through this episode. <sighs> and I've been out for a while. Again, uh, with that, big thanks to JS Gunslinger for the... <laughs> Buying us not quite a beer, but but like 10. Mm, very good. Aside from that, yes, uh, Facebook, we're on there. We talked about that. We're on Instagram now, at Beer Blues BS. You can find us at both that on Facebook and Instagram, at Beer Blues BS. If you'd also like to join us, there's more info, like I said, at BeerBluesBS.com, about everywhere and anywhere that we could be. That's where you need to be we're on youtube we're also uh on uh, various audio platforms like google podcasts apple podcasts the uh, itunes and uh, uh whole platform of apple in the apple verse other than that spotify iHeartRadio, pandora stitcher tune in imdb player fm of course, Amazon Music as well. That's just to name pretty much all of them. If you have one of those services of choice, if you would, search Beer Blues and BS and please subscribe and or like. We'd love to have you along for the ride. And uh, Connecticut, you're doing some good work out there. Keep it up. We appreciate it. Share it with your friends. Help us out. Help a couple brothers out. Let's see. What else can we talk about? 
pretty much nothing. Let's get the hell out of here. Howard, what do you say? Uh, yeah. Uh, although I, I do have to share this with you, uh, Kidder. Yeah. Uh, Lefty just texted me. Um, she was checking in on the kids on the old monitor, and she texted me this photo saying, "Hey, wonder if he's dreaming about riding a roller coaster." And I don't know if you'll be able to see that real well, but there's Junior, and there with his arms up over his head, as if going. Maybe he's the Red Baron. Maybe, maybe. Get that man a plane. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, as you see, he's Howard Blues. I'm the man that's Legend Mark Kidder. And thanks for joining us for this and every episode of Beer Blues and BS. Connecticut, you're doing a hell of a job. Thank you again. We just can't thank you enough. All right. Uh, remember, keep your glass at least half full. There's free beer tomorrow, and we'll catch you on down that old dusty Tuscan highway. Have a good one. We'll see you on the next Beer Blues and BS. You have been listening to a UA production of Beer, Blues, and BS. If you enjoyed the show, help others find out about it by rating the show or leaving a review at your podcast listening service of choice. Thanks for listening, and may your glass never be empty. talk about it but your favorite uh your favorite tag team is now the women's tag team champions say yeah I, I saw that <laughs> damage control ctrl ctrl how do you feel about that how does it make you feel I mean, I don't mind that they're champions. I still think it's a stupid name. UA Productions presents A Glimpse Behind the Curtain. Might as well get that going. Sure. Spool up the gerbils. Yep. You sent me a photo. I did. I figured it would be handy. You're really going to make us talk about this story, huh? Yep. Made national news. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't mean we should cover it. (laughs) Absolutely does. Why? Because, well, the coon. <clears throat> Listen, we're only going to scratch the surface. It's fine. It's just it's one of those things. I like I, I I saw the headline. I didn't read the story because I was like, okay, yeah, that kind of says it all. I did. Did did. Okay. It's okay. You'll see the light soon enough.
There's going to be a light. <sighs> yeah. <clears throat> the power of the moto compels you. I had a pair of sunglasses down here somewhere. I I, I already hmm? have that topic five, man. Right, right there. There it is. I had it. There. So if you, you were going to put it on there, so there it is. <clears throat> do, do I do I need to highlight it for you? You probably should. I mean, I made it bold, but I might forget. And if you think we need more content, I could uh, <clears throat> I could always send uh, Tate a message. I think we'll be good. I mean, nothing against uh, against Tate. Uh, mm-hmm. I just always feel bad inviting a guest to the podcast and then like. Hey, we didn't leave you a spot to talk about anything you wanted to talk about. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why the uh, question mark under what? What's that? Minoc rocker shout? Question mark. <laughs> I just was curious. Are you thinking mm. we're going to shout him out again? Yeah, sure. Whatever you want to. Because well, we did it to. last. We did it last week, so that's. Okay. <laughs> so question mark. We can take it off. We have the technology. I just didn't know if you remembered that we did it last week. <sighs> so of course. But I like throwing things around. Shout over here. Shout over there. Apparently I'm good at yelling at people. So there you go. Lots of shouts. You get a shout. Everybody gets a shout. You get a shout. You get a shout. You get a shout. You get a shout. You shout. 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 I just always get a little worried when you keep repeating yourself, like week after week after week. You know, I worry for you, man. You're you're too young for Alzheimer's. Yeah, you really shouldn't worry. Nobody else gives a shit about me. I do, man. I do. Don't fool me. I do too. Damn liar. There. <laughs> that bullshit. <laughs> you can leave it in. I, I mean, there. It, I mean, it's 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 fine. It's been a week. Shout, if you want to shout him out, you it's can. Been a week. Out, kid. Has it been a week? Is it a week? It's been a week since we last said it. That's what. I've already broke him. <laughs> oh, I'm not broken. Trust me. This fueled up. Oh, boy. Um, you should probably get started before you start adding more stuff to the rundown. Uh-huh. <laughs>